Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi, I'm Heather Renee May, and this is Flipping Dreams Podcast. So Dottie and I, we're in St. Augustine, Florida, visiting friends in our RV. We had a 22-foot Imagine trailer towed with a 1,500-gram Hemi uh, gas truck. And we were heading across. We went across the peninsula and into Georgia at some point. And we were stopping uh, in Georgia to, you know, have an overnight. Our ultimate destination is to get to Texas, hopefully alive. And so we get into this small town in Texas. I had looked up. Now, whenever I'm doing my reservations, I always would uh, check Campendium for reviews. Um, I would, you know, c- call to make a reservation if I could or go on a website or, you know, go to um, RV, RV Travel, I think is the uh, application or the app that I used to use. So in other words, I would try to verify that I wasn't going to be, you know, driving all day and ending up somewhere where I couldn't stay overnight um, and then would have to like scramble. Uh, And so uh, most of, if any of you listening are RV travelers, this has become a thing uh, since COVID, since there's so many more RV people on the road, it's really hard to find reservations depending on where you're at, depending on the the day of the week. And so... um, yeah, so you have to do some some legwork ahead of time. So anyway, I had found this place. It seemed like a good place. It wasn't very big. It was an RV park that uh, was like supposedly from the review. Uh, had good reviews. It had like maybe 15, 20 spots. And it was in this rural place in Georgia, which was a perfect waypoint between our next destination, our ne- next stop in the journey. So luckily... I had planned, uh, hitched up and planned to do a shorter route that day. And I ended up getting into, I won't name the name of this town in Georgia to protect the innocent or the not innocent, but we ended up getting there about three thirty, four o'clock, which is pretty early. And I pull in off of the highway and I see like I'm pulling through and all of a sudden it's just kind of there's no gravel. There's no um, pavement. It's just kind of a field. It's a field with a bunch of RVs, or if you could call them RVs, because at this point, when when I'm going in, I'm looking, I'm seeing like there's like salvage stuff all around. There's like materials. Each each RV has like their windows have the uh, foil on them to keep out the sunlight. Okay, so you can imagine, this is kind of creepy because usually when I go into an RV park, you see kids, you see people barbecuing, you see 
windows with people looking out and in of windows. There's activity. It seems, you know, people wave at you. Uh, generally, the RV community is really welcoming. And, you know, if you were having trouble hitching or had needed help with a hose, there's people always there, whether you like it or not, they're going to give you their, you know, their opinion on all the things. And that's fine, because that's what you do in RV travel. You're you're in it for this this kind of sense of community and belonging. So I did not feel that in this place. And so I pull up and go. And the office, if you could call it that, was also this shed with a door with no windows. And so I, I knock and open the door. And there's a guy sitting behind a desk in the shed. And I'm just, now at this point, I'm, my spidey senses are starting to go, but I'm like, well, you know, it's a, I don't know, it's kind of a rural area. You know, they don't have that much money. I'm sure it's probably fine. He seems friendly enough. It was only $40 for the night. Takes cash in a box. Sure. Okay. So end up giving him, he shows me to my spot and I back in. And as I'm backing in, again, looking around me, seeing like no one, there's crickets, no one is moving in this, you know. And so I start to unhitch and notice behind me there's this like opening in the trees that kind of leads to nowhere there's a trail and I'm kind of wondering huh that seems kind of sketchy all right so finish unhitching which is an effort in itself and after you've been on the road for a long time and you just like you just want to get it done get it leveled get off the get off the ball as they say so um got that done I'm still like not sure about this place but I'm like well how bad could it be I mean I could just like, you know, sleep for a few hours and then leave, you know. I mean, these are not the thoughts you want to be thinking about before you're like before it's dark. Like if you're already thinking like you're not comfortable, probably not. You know, anyway. So I start thinking, then I get get out my phone and I'm like, okay, well, let me just connect, you know, figure out and there's no Wi-Fi signal at all. And I'm like, uh <laughs> okay, so if I need to call for help, there's no one is gonna be I'm not gonna be able to get out to anyone. Like, this is not good. So then I get out of the trailer and I'm thinking, I have to move. This, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, and at that moment, I look down and Dottie, my sweet dog, is chewing on something, a bone maybe. And I pull it out of her mouth. It's a bone, but it's not a chicken bone. Don't really know what type of bone it is. And at this point, I hear in the distance, and I'm like, we're out of here. <laughs> so I get her back in the truck. I rehitch. I apologize to the guy, which is kind of silly that I should have to apologize. But I was just like, oh, there's no Wi-Fi. I have to work. So sorry. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. He gave me my money back. It was fine. Pulled out of there. Meanwhile, not knowing, like, were there people in there watching me in their trailers, just waiting for darkness to fall? Like, I have no idea. Pulled out to the highway and as I'm waiting to turn right onto to merge onto the highway a sheriff's vehicle drives past me in front and it says Butts County Butts County Georgia and I said oh hell we do not do butts <laughs> so that is my butts and bones story and uh, we made it safely to another location which was much nicer we're able to sleep overnight they had goats in the dog park. It was fine. Dottie had a great time. And uh, we made it to Texas and here to tell this story. So I hope you enjoyed that little 
Tales from the Road. And uh, I'll be adding more of these stories in from our travels from the last two and a half years of RV life. Plus, you know, I'm always running into things. There's always something happening. So I'll be sharing that with you. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you next time. You can find Flipping Dreams podcast anywhere you love to listen to podcasts, or you can find us on roguemedianetwork.com. You can also find me on my social media, Facebook at Heather Renee May, on Instagram at underscore every day is May, or on my website at Heather Renee May. Dot com. That's Heather, R-E-N-E-E-M-A-Y.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. <laughs>